Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we will be discussing 10 Cloverfield Lane, directed by Dan Trachtenberg. Thank you. Released (laughs) March 11, 2016. On today's panel, we have Lindsay. That's me. Teresa. Yep. Billy. Hello. And Chris. Hola. I am Cece, and I am your host today. So, this movie was selected because my friends were like, Oh, you haven't watched this movie. You need to watch this movie. And to be honest with you... And so we watched this movie. (laughs) Well, they told me it was a Cloverfield Lane. I kind of blocked out most of the conversations. I zone easily. So, Hi, friends, if you're listening to this episode. (laughs) They know it. They, they, They have to do this little snappy thingy, too. Come back to, you know, squirrel. And um, they had said Cloverfield. So I looked at the two movies that were out there. The Cloverfield movie and then the 10 Cloverfield Lane. And I was like, they say it's really good, so I'll watch it. (laughs) So I I made you guys watch it with me. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, it had really good reviews. Yeah, I mean, the reviews itself. I mean, IMDb gave it 7.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 90%. And Metacritic gave Mm -hmm. it a 76%. So, I mean, I was like, okay, well, this looks like a pretty decent movie. Let's go ahead and watch it and see how it goes. And the first ten minutes of it, I'm just like, come on, please tell me that this movie actually talks. I was Uh, why because the 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 whole music, the whole the whole part first of it was silent. I believe the first thing you really hear is the phone call. Yes, like that's like the first like sound that Mm -hmm. pops out at you, followed by the crash. Yeah, which, which scared the crap scared out of me. me. Well, I, I kind of assumed, based on what I knew, very little I knew about the movie. I mean, she she ends up there somehow, so I figured that she was going to get in a crash. But it's always that it's always jarring, but mm-hmm. I kind of expected it at least. Yeah, I was not expecting it whatsoever. I was just watching it, and all of a sudden the crash happened. Scared the crap out of me because I was listening to it with my headphones on. <laughs> so all of a sudden there was just really loud noise after all this talking. I kind of felt like they could have done better by just having her wake up in the bunker and then flash back to the crash. Yeah. Rather than us see it before. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was a lot of unnecessary development. Yeah. Like really? I don't, I, I don't mean, give a shit that she's leaving her husband. I don't care that you're leaving your husband or your fiance or whatever the hell he is. I, I don't care that you guys are in some ridiculous weird fight. I don't. Nothing about it really appealed to me in that regard. It was just kind of okay. Well, big deal. It, it's just boring. Um, I do kind of agree. It would have been better to have flashback on that. It might have been. I don't know. I guess I, it would have helped me connect better. Yeah. Um, I was disconnected the entire time. Really, I was not. Now, granted, I did see this really tired, but um, yeah, I just I wasn't. It didn't draw me in. It no. didn't really draw me in. I don't think it would have drawn you in, even if you were awake and watching this. To be honest with you, Probably after not. after watching it, because because I'm hosting it, I ended up watching it twice. And the second time, I was like, "Oh, come on, get over with it." <laughs> um. So I never saw the first one. Can someone explain to me? What the fuck? Are they actually connected? Uh, so, the movies take place in the same universe. Cloverfield is about an alien invasion. I believe they're in New York City. Okay. There's a group of people at a party. Alien invasion hits. 
One of them has a girlfriend or a friend that's in another location, so they're trying to fight through the alien invasion to get back to pick up the straggler. And then aliens come and... Everybody dies. It's your typical alien... Well, it's a, one of those hand cam movies where Ugh. it's documentary style, so I was completely prepared to I hate... I handle those. I was completely I prepared to hate this movie. Oh, like Blair Witch style? Oh, nah. Oh, get it. Yeah. And I think that but I thought that had like a giant monster in it, too. It it did. It had like this crab, but it's it's alien monster things. Because I think that's the one they that my never friend really actually talked about. Yeah. From. You just... You don't really these see things a just show up. picture of it. Really? Mm-hmm. So the entire time, you don't even know what it looks like. Like you see yeah, like... Yeah, the entire... You, I don't think you, These yeah. things coming down and crashing in the street like something is making some kind of walking motion but the visual that you get as a participant in watching the movie is that all these things are happening around you you don't know where it's coming from you know that it's horrific and it's terrifying and you just don't go, know go, go, why go. but you're just trying to survive that's the entire mm. point of the movie kind of gives you the point of view of somebody that's actually there because most it. that's probably the most like and, see, and what, it, wasn't about. wasn't part of wasn't the movie like Part of it was like supposedly filmed on one of the people's cell phones for Cloverfield. Yeah, I think so. I it's been a so while. it was like film a with a first, budget. It was like yeah. a first person in the thick of it. You don't know any more than the people in the movie know. So I was prepared to hate this movie. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, I yeah. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like one of those things I want to watch again. <laughs> I watched. Yeah. It I agree. I, I won't to. watch it again. Even if I had to, even if I was hosting the episode, I would not watch it. I twice. might watch it again because but I was so prepared to not like it. I was like, "Oh, I gotta watch this movie, so I'll just plug it in while I'm doing something else." I guess it makes sense for you, but I, I'm, I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong; I did not hate it, but I was not thrilled about it. I was, I spent most of my time going, "What the fuck is up with this whole shit?" And then toward the end, when the twist of, "Oh, there really are aliens." I spent half the time going, this guy's a serial killer, and he just kidnapped her. Yeah. And this is a hostage movie. And I didn't have any of that because I knew that it took place in the same universe as Cloverfield. See, since I, I never saw know... the first one, I didn't even... Right. Like, I wondered whether there was a connection. I just didn't know at what point the alien was going to show up. And I, I actually kind of like the way that they played it out in the movie where... John Goodman's character is so adamant and so convinced because he knows. And then you see the pigs and the woman comes to the door beating her head against the door and the help scratched, you know, scratched inside the, of the skylight. And The help was what threw me off. Well, yeah, because it's scratched inside, from the inside. Yeah. Right. And then the, they see the pictures of the other girl and she's wearing the same shirt and... You know, had I not seen it, I would have been totally caught up in, oh, my God, he's lying to them about. It's um, Kimmy, the the Netflix show where she oh, got locked in the bunker. Kimmy Schmidt. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's uh. like a more serious Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was watching this going and probably the same long or same range that Chris was doing is this guy is a serial killer and just like totally bonkers, kidnapped this chick and stuff like that. Because he was playing just such a nonchalant yeah. gentleman that it was just well, kind of like, yeah, yeah was, I've got he, you here. He was playing Enjoy, relatively be nice. To kind un- of get away uncrazy. with being a serial killer, you kind of have to be a gentleman. <laughs> 
Like Ted, don't ever hold another door for me ever again. <laughs> well, you know it's creepy whenever I buckle you into your seatbelt. It's like, let yeah. me get that for you. <laughs> I just want you to be safe. Yeah, I, I want to. No, it was, there was a line. He said it. Um, I, I want to keep you alive. Yeah, I believe was yeah. the line. Yeah. Is I want to keep you alive. That line was the one. Who was like, yeah, this guy's a damn serial killer. No, but I'm reading my notes and I'm I'm going over them. And it 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 clearly like it reads like what the fuck is this? Is like clearly the world didn't end. So at first I was like, yeah, this is all a lie. Because when she looked outside, everything looked fine. He kept talking about radiation. I was like, the the plants would be dead. The plants are not dead. Everything is alive. He's full of shit. Then the whole him, oh, I'm focused on being prepared. I, I figured it was just like an excuse to get people to, you know, be on his side. My next note is, wait, is this real? When the whole woman came in and bashed her head into the glass. Yeah. But then later on, I thought that was just staged because the pigs do nothing for me. The pigs to no, me. the pigs could have been anything. Yeah, the pigs could have been anything. They Especially if you're a serial killer. Causes, and then picked away at right. the birds, anything. You're a serial killer. You need to make it look like there's a problem outside. <laughs> what better way than to stash a home with some dead pigs to make it look like some sort of deal? You know yeah. what I mean? So that was my thought. And then out of nowhere, I put, wait, is this an alien? And that's where it was, what the fuck is going on? And that, which was literally my next note. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> that was basically my thoughts on the entire movie was what the fuck is going on? For people that saw Cloverfield, I, I wish Clo- that 10 Cloverfield Lane had come out before Cloverfield. <laughs> Because yes. it would have, everybody that watched it would have been able to go through that. Is it real? Is it not? Yep. Oh my God, is he serious? Is he not serious? He just shot, he shot him. He just shot the guy. That that part surprised me. Oh yeah. When he I, shot him. It surprised me until I realized that there's aliens. Because if I was 100% sure, as he clearly was, that this was real and this was happening, I would have shot that bitch too. See, I... I was under the impression that because I knew it was in the same universe and that it had some random thing to do with aliens, I was under the impression that it was either taking place at the same time of the original attack or just prior. I I feel that it was happening Even though it was right was, after. Or I, no. I I my impression of it was You know, like the, the, the main, attacks happened all at the same time. Like yeah. the planet yeah. was invaded and everything was attacked at and the same time. And this was this guy's section of the original right. attack. But so, he had time. Here's the thing. He be, talks about when they first hit, I was in my car rushing here. So something happened that it hit and he had time to go. But that I mean they were in the outskirts, so yeah. it gives the them time in that first, way. That's why. But yeah. Exactly. So the, the, he had plenty of time to be hit and go away. But in my mind, the movie takes place shortly after. Yeah, it's not. It's not long after the main invasion because, like Cece said, they, you know, Cloverfield. I believe it's New York City. So they hit the big cities, and then spread out from there, and you know, dispatch their weird alien army thing or whatever it was. I like their alien dog. Yeah, that was right. I think it was really cute. I want one for myself. The thing. Play fetch with it. Okay, so here's what I don't understand about alien movies in general. Person's arm. Why do you have to have aliens that, like, are like accordions? Yeah. With the teeth. (laughs) Like, I don't understand what the. Because they're musical people. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just. I don't think it's necessary to have this accordion of teeth that it just keeps on, like. It's just, what, what do you find more terrifying? I mean, 
Do you find know. a little gray more terrifying than what was featured in this movie that was not necessarily half demon dog earthworm Jim? <laughs> that pooped out noxic noxic. Yeah, noxic noxic tass. Noxious. You were that, the, you were halfway yeah, there. I was going I was heading in the right direction. I talked to a friend of mine that watched this movie and she was convinced for probably seventy five percent of the movie that John Goodman was the alien. See, I didn't take that I at did all. Not. I'm like, how did you get that impression that he was the alien? Out of anything, I just figured um, he's a conspiracy th- freak that some plant exploded. And he be- thought it was. And he thought it was yeah. aliens had attacked. And he was convinced well, that's, that the aliens were here and he just bunkered down. Him being an alien, she attributed that to the disappearance of the of his daughter his daughter i think was it that still bugs me by the way um how that he he fed his daughter to the aliens and so he was just going out and he made he made a deal with the aliens that he would harvest people to feed to this alien that inhabited his farm so that's why he was going out and purposefully wrecking people so he could bring them back to the bunker and feed them to his that resident alien. I mean, that's not actually that's, that's not bad. That bad, actually yeah. sounds like a better plot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it kind of does. Yeah, it does, actually. Um, we go back to those. If, if, if Hollywood is listening, clearly we have ideas. Better ones than you're yeah. already paying for. It almost kind of reminds me of like a Red State type movie with like Kevin Smith. Has, yes, people I didn't see that one. Did yeah. you? Unsurprisingly. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, Chris. One of the things that I got from this movie it was, um, you know, I always try to find the good thing about it. And sure. The only good thing I found about this was this movie basically said never jump to conclusions. Because the whole entire time, this guy who just does not have a personality whatsoever is trying to save this woman that he accidentally crashed into, feels bad about it. He wants to keep her alive, basically, until the aliens... I'm still questioning if it's an accident or not. I was going to say, if you take it that way. If you take it that way, yes. Because I did not take it that way. But even if he crashed purposefully, was it from a point of view of, here's this woman, she's out driving, she has no clue what just happened. I have to get her to safety. Or was it... Or was it, I don't want to be alone and I need somebody. I'm going to crash this But he already had the guy there. No, I think he had the girl and the guy forced his way in. Yes. Because he said he was trying to close the door. Yeah, he got there as he was trying to close the door. So he already had Michelle down in the bunker. So that's the one part I didn't pay attention to because when I first saw the guy, Michelle had come around the corner and he's he's sitting there in the shelves. Yeah, so from her perspective, the guy was already there. But from the guy's perspective, Michelle was already there. Oh, okay. But then, I mean... They never fully clarify because, I mean, he could have been there from before and he went out to get something and came back. I don't know. That was never clear. Um, but it does look more like he got there kind of at the same time. Yeah, because that's why he hurt his shoulders because he was forcing himself his way in. Yeah, because he helped. I mean, he helped him build the bunker. Mm-hmm. So he knew it was there. And when the attack happened, he figured he'd go to the bunker to save himself. But yeah, if you See, look I didn't at even it, catch that part. That oh, he yeah, helped yeah. Him build That's the why bunker. I was looking. I was wondering if it was just some random passerby. No, no. no. Like, so he oh. helped. He helped the guy build the bunker. And when the attack happened, John Goodman's sitting there trying to keep the door locked, and Emmett's trying to force his way in. Goodman's already got Michelle in the back, and then. Emmett forces his way in, hurts his shoulder, and then they lock them all in there. Yeah, because... But we never actually see any of that. We just are told. Yeah, that was the one thing. 
I got the don't judge the book by the cover because, you know, she escapes and there's aliens. He was telling the truth the whole entire time. But then at the same time, I still go back to why was he so adamant about stopping her from leaving? Was it because he didn't want her to get out in the world or he didn't want to lose her? He didn't want to lose her. So. He didn't want to be alone. He mm-hmm. needed a, a Megan replacement or mm-hmm. Brittany replacement, whichever. Okay. And then on that topic, who the hell is she? Why was she missing? Why was the help carved in the first Where place? Where did she go? Wait. Okay. So they Brit- had a whole thing with, with uh, Emmett and Michelle where. When they, they pulled the pictures on and stuff? where So Michelle finds the help written from the inside. Yeah, and I get that earring. part. And she's so he goes downstairs and tells Emmett, you know. I don't. I think he killed his own daughter, and she goes to find the picture of the daughter that John Goodman showed her, and he's like, "Dude, that's not his daughter. This is a girl, Brittany, that went missing from my school a couple years back." Yes. No, I get that part. My part is, why did she go missing? Because he kidnapped her. Yes, but, but where did why? she go? What the motivation for them being in the bunker right now is the attack. What motivated him to take her? Because he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So what, a previous thing that he confused for an attack? No, he was just a crazy person who liked So regardless, girls. he's a serial killer? Yes. God, this fucking movie. And where did she go? Did, did that she giant go in the vat, vat of acid? Of acid? Yes. yes. That's why he has a giant vat of acid. <clears throat> I so wonder. he can dissolve yeah. bodies. I wondered what kind of doomsday prep it's person is, is going... to dissolve a body when you can just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a... Realistically, in a scenario like that, yeah, I would save it for me. But the way that yeah, he, no, the, the way that he, I think in any scenario you want to save it for me. To be honest, well, not if you have plenty of food. Oh, I'm no. not going to go to cannibalism unless I have well, to. But, but see, that's why if you've got plenty, of, even if you have plenty of food, maybe resort to cannibalism first if you've got somebody who's already dead. Yeah, that, that way, way you don't have stuff to the meat pressure. That way you yeah, don't have yeah. to spend money on food, and you can spend that money on other things like <clears> ammunition <throat> and sex toys. <laughs> Both very, very important. Yes, yes. Especially indeed. in an apocalypse. Which, I mean, honestly, it's kind of guns can be considered sex toys, so. Don't, never mind. Don't, let's move past this. <laughs> but yeah, no. So now we, need to watch a movie called Gator, now we need to watch a movie called Gator Bait. <laughs> yeah. no. and is there I such a movie called grave. Gator Bait? Yes, there really is a movie uh, called Gator Bait. Of course there is. For some reason, I, I heard Gator, uh, what is it? Gator Gape? Which sounds like a completely different movie. <laughs> well, it kind of ends up that way. We will yeah. not rate. Wait, yeah. ew. What? Oh. No. So, hold on. Gator bait becomes something kind of like gator gape. Be- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because there's that's this terrifying. There's this genre of movies, and I don't know if they're just a southern thing, but they're kind of like these. Oh, it's B definitely movies. a fucking southern thing. There's hey, one hey, called hey, "I Spit it. on Your hey. Grave." Okay. And it's a it's a revenge it's a revenge movie. This woman gets raped by this group of men, and she one by one picks them off. And one of them she oh, cuts his penis. One of them she's like seducing him in the bathtub, and then she cuts his penis off while he's in the bath. Oh sure. dang! And I thought that was fantastic. It was my favorite part of the whole movie. But Gator Bait is these kind of people that live in the swamp, and I, all I remember is the the husband or the father got mad at the daughter or the wife, whichever roles they were. And to punish her, he shot her by sticking a shotgun up her vagina. So when Billy said guns is sex toys, that's the first thing I thought of. Of course he did. (laughs) That's true, though. 
Wow. All right, so back to this Thanks movie. So <laughs> you can see our faces right now. We're, we're all kind of like in shock right it's now. It's moments like this that make me wish we did this like on video. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I am not a dress appropriate. So this, and I kind of thought though. of this movie as <laughs> when she woke we'll up, <laughs> when she woke up and she was chained to the bed and my first thought was, so is this going to be like Saw without the little tricycle guy? Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to be forced to... Never saw tri- Never saw Saw. So I've only seen the first one, but the idea of it is you get kidnapped, trapped in a room, and then you have to, quote-unquote, play a game kill your that way out. involves yeah, killing your way out and dismembering. Well, you either have to kill somebody stuff. else or kill yourself in a lot of them. Like the first one, Carrie Elwes, in order to get out, he has to cut off his own leg with a, with a hex, what they saw. Sure. He's handcuffed to a pipe. There's a dead body in the corner of the room, and he's locked in this room. He has to cut his leg off to get out. There's another one where in order for the girl to get out of the room, she has to get the key, which is inside the body cavity of this person who is still alive. So she has to, like, dig the key out of this person. It, it's really twisted. It sounds disgusting. It yeah, is. I've never been able to watch those movies. Kind of like Hostel, but I liked Hostel. <laughs> because it has sex in it. No, the best part of Hostel is when the chick jumped in front of the train. That was completely... I haven't seen them. I'm not either. a fan of these sorts of movies. I'm not either. I have a question about... We have an answer. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, when right before he kills Emmett, and he's confronting them about the... Um, <clears throat> The scissors? The scissors and everything. And then leading into him finding the suit under her bed. When they're caught, why don't they just tell him that they're making it in case they there's an emergency and they have to leave the bunker? Because it wouldn't further stupid. the plot. See, I told you I had an answer. <laughs> because it would seem to to me, if you've got sort almost the guy's trust, right? You don't have it 100%, obviously. But he finds it, and he's freaking out, and you say, hey, listen, I was just making it because... You know, what if we had to leave? Well, why didn't you tell me? Well, what if it didn't work? I didn't want to get your hopes up. You know, you could talk your way out of that shit. Okay, so the answer. Okay, the answer, the answer is answer I want reality. Lindsay with me if I ever get taken captive by a crazy guy in a bunker. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. I think logically. Yes. Okay. Here's here's the, here's the the real answer. The real world answer is what Teresa said. It wouldn't further the plot. The answer for that is that they don't understand logic. They well, are literally stupid. Also, the same thing, too, is they're still very concerned that this gentleman is going to kill them. But with that regard, why hide it? That's what she's trying to say. Because, they, I personally, because he has no desire thing. to leave. But she she's on the right track. I personally oh, yeah. would have been like, we are making a suit because you have taught us that we should be prepared. Exactly. You, you sat there because you, you were be prepared, prepared, we are alive. But, but wait so a I am going to prepare as well, and you taught us to do this, so thank you. They've we're been... making this for, hopefully, you know, if we never need it, great, but at least we're prepared. Give them, give them a little bit of credit. They're being held captive by this man who they firmly believe is crazy and has killed other people before then. Mm-hmm. They're trying to escape from him... And they're probably scared shitless, like, oh, if he knows that we're doing this, he knows we want to escape, he's going to kill us before we even have a chance to get out. Right, but wouldn't, if you've got yourself planned out to the point where you're building a suit out of a shower curtain, you would think that you would have thought through a response if you get caught, not just, uh, 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 I don't know, um, uh, it's nothing. 
I think that they're just so. It's very much like a child who does something, gets caught, and then goes, "I don't know." know. (laughs) And that's the problem. It's like you know that oh shit, something bad's going to happen, and I really I have nothing to say right now. Mm. So, I just I agree with Lindsay. Had they come up with a plan, had they had they just used it to flatter him instead of just sitting there flabbergasted, we made it for you. They would have been. They would have survived. We made it for you because well, we not even for him because the size one. the size would not have matched. Well, no, but, but we you made don't it because waste materials, of you. and so they made it. There yeah. was there wasn't enough for. If there's anything that we ever need to go outside, we can now help you. You know what I mean? Paint it yeah. in that picture, and then sure, he might have gotten mad, but at the very least, they could have played it off as we did this for you because of you, and then they could have just gone from there. So as the chick is driving away, and I kind of like the back and forth where. She's in the suit. She gets out. She sees the rip in the suit. She starts freaking out because, oh, my God, now this toxin is going right. to get to her. Tapes it up, gets in the car, sees the birds flying, and goes, oh, there's birds. I'm safe. Takes off the mask, and then here comes up this alien thing, and then she freaks out all over again. I was hoping that as she's going away that the alien would just, like, smush the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like her character. At all. Oh, no, I hated her. Yeah. I, I flat out hated her. I didn't, I didn't I like have her. an opinion either way. I had really just... nothing nice to say about her other than you're just annoying. She pissed me off. Why? That's why I ha- Because she's... Just, okay. So I understand she's frightened. I understand this. I understand that. But she was just... At some point, you're just being combatant to be combatant. You know what I mean? But she acquiesced at some point. I mean, at the same time, too, you wake up in this weird place, handcuffed Uh, to something. I mean, none of the people I've kidnapped have done it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I do not blame this chick for reacting the way that she did. And for quite some time, I mean, that was one of the questions I had is how long did this take place? Because she healed because she was able to outrun the gas. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand at first. But there comes a point where, I mean, you've been living with this person for this long. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't sexually molested you. He hasn't really Yet. hurt you. He He's had some oddities, sure. But at the same time, some of these oddities are over crap that you're doing, too. Like, f- me, for example, and please explain it to me. I didn't understand why she took his keys in the first place and tried to run at that point. Because she didn't believe him. That was like day two. Yeah. Was that day two? Yeah. Because she was able to run pretty fucking fast. No. no she was really. having to like haul herself up the stairs with her with both hands on the railing. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I have was... no concept of time of this movie. No. Well no. And that's part of the disorientation. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was supposed to be that way. I to make um, you feel freaking out like to Lindsay's comment about failure to come up with a plausible story for making the suit okay they were completely reactionary they they didn't you i would think that between the two of them they would have been able to come up with a better plan than they had and it just felt like everything that they did was just a reaction to what was happening to them yeah, because I know the excuse that they came up with was to take the gun. It does not surprise me that um, he reacted that way, that Henry shot him. And if they would have said something different, too. yeah, I would have tuned because at that time they both, you know, she needs to be, you know, it's for his safety. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I agree with the fact that he shot him. I would have too because I have these two people that I'm helping to survive 
you're telling me that you're going to attack me and shoot and you know take my gun i'm going to defend myself at this point because at this point it's either you or me are you guys laughing at me no no Laughing at Teresa. I was like, I didn't think my that my idea was that funny. But. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> Teresa's scratching at my couch. It's driving me crazy. Oh. <laughs> I'm playing with the nap. We're on. buying you a fidget cube. It's yes. a velour, like a velour type material. So Ooh, one the of those nap. Pillows. That's what we need to do. The mermaid the, pillows? Yeah. Yes, I want one of those. Stuff, but they're like 100 bucks. Oh, dang, really? So she's got the washer from the mic stand, and she's just dragging it across the thing. I'm rolling it because it's not dragging, it's rolling. At the very least, she's not rolling it on the mic stand. Because, if, because if you push the nap away from me, it's light colored. And if you roll the wheel backwards, it, it makes dark lines. And if you do it the other way and you roll the wheel, it makes light lines. <laughs> So back to the kidnapping. I'm bringing my kinetic sand next time. Yes, please. (laughs) So because I did not watch the original Cloverfield, one of my comments I have, and of course it auto-corrected it, but it said there's ducking aliens? No way! (laughs) Ducking. There's ducking aliens. He was telling the truth. He was telling, I was like, crazy guy was right. WTF. That's bad that that's how I now know so things. So that'll make you think twice if you ever get kidnapped by a crazy person. And that was one of the reasons why no. one of my comments before, <laughs> not as much, but still be a little bit more cautious now. But that was one of my comments about, you know, don't judge a book by a cover because this whole entire time, crazy dude is actually right. Yeah. And that was the only perspective but i would still fear for my life and keep my legs as tight and crossed as possible because that dude ain't getting well just don't go driving around the middle of nowhere louisiana in dark at dark time (laughs) deal now the one thing that after she outruns the gas she gets in the car and the doggy thingy mabob chases her or whatever the sequence is they're finally leaving spot the dog spot the dog (laughs) um when they're finally leaving i know that they say you know, all the main cities were, or Henry said all the main cities were hit. But on the radio itself, it says Houston was taken, or Houston was, you know, come to Houston, we have taken over, the the humans have won, or whatever the case. I'm just shocked that um, Houston would still be around. I would imagine that that would be one of the major cities that would be hit. No, here's the problem, Don't the part you're Texas. forgetting. Texas is fully loaded. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's an <laughs> open carry state. <laughs> you don't like, mess believe, with Texas. I believe there's like five guns to citizen in Texas. <laughs> so if the aliens take over, Texas is the very first state that I know will be liberated. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> Basically. No offense to any potential Texas listeners we I might have. I bet you I can get two of them in one shot. <laughs> hey, Billy Bob. <laughs> Oh, Hand me it's that like, thirty out six. Grenade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was like I don't understand that part. Maybe no, that's exactly why. Okay, yeah. so maybe because also NASA headquarters are there, like defunct NASA, but Johnson. Yeah, hmm. maybe that's why? where mission. That's where mission control is for. Okay, but what can NASA do? They can launch a rocket. NASA can do a lot more than not launch a rocket. Yeah. In an invasion? They have space weapons. access to all the satellites and communications. And I was saying, why did they not see this coming? Well, that's a whole other But they thing, could but have seen it coming and just not said anything because they've taken the president and all the government officials to the underground bunker from Independence Day. Oh, they said something. Yeah, maybe NASA hey. are the aliens. 
Maybe. Or maybe NASA told a president and the president didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like the organization thought, you know, oh, we can take care of this. Because let's be realistic. If we were to seriously be attacked by aliens, regardless of who's in office, yeah. chances are of us knowing are very slim. Yeah. It would have just happened. At least we would not know anything until it, it was visually there. I'm yeah. convinced that we're already under alien invasion. Are you? I, I, I are you actually or are you joking? And the Kardashians are oh. the front runners. <laughs> so that's a joke. Okay. All right. I, I about am seriously under the belief. Well, I actually it believe it. I believe me. the girls from Jersey Shore, the aliens from Men in Black. <laughs> like in Men in, like in, Men in Black, when, when you find out that all these celebrities are really aliens, yeah. that explains so much. Does like it? Beyonce is an alien. No. Britney Spears is an alien because she, some comedian, I don't remember who for years, like years ago... She's an alien. You know how you know she's an alien? She ain't got a dip in. A what? A dip in between your nose and your eyebrow and your forehead. If you don't have a dip so and it just goes straight up from nose to forehead, you're an alien. Which comedian is this? I'm about to go. I don't I remember. Spears because so, I don't remember that being the case with her <laughs> the face. The reason why I went, <gasps> because for some particular reason when we were watching this movie and the neighbor came to the window, I had to look at this person like three times because I could have sworn that was Brittany and um, when she shaved her head and was going all crazy <laughs> I could have sworn that was Brittany I <laughs> I had dinked like three or four times I was like wait I pulled up the cast I'm like okay good it's not <laughs> we're gonna get hate mail from Chris Crocker if you ever listen to this I episode who? <laughs> Chris Crocker Who's leave Brittany alone I don't know who Chris oh. Crocker is the you one that made the, the Britney Spears a... meltdown video? Yeah, he's no. like crying. Did you know he also did a porn? Jeez, what? Never mind. He did a porn. Oh, Wait, straight a gay I don't know. Chris Crocker. He's, he's, he's an attractive guy. He's a cute guy. I believe guy. that that was a character, though. I don't think it was actually him. Like, I really feel like this about Britney. I think it was a character of his. Probably. Um, I, think I hope so. Miss Britney's had a nose job. Poor dear. <laughs> that's how you. That's how they figure it out. Okay, hold on. Britney Spears. Alien. Perfect. <laughs> hold on. Let's see what Google says. You know what? That's that. what I'm saying. She has a song called Alien, so it's not going to help you because I just ran into that stone wall. <laughs> has anybody Googled? You know what? I'm going to do that. We we should Google. Everybody's Googling something. So I'm going to so, Google. I'll be back. I'm going to Google. List of Ain't got a dip in. She ain't got a dip in. Okay, so do you see how the bridge of her nose extends all the way out to her eyebrows? And it basically just. Like just most her people. Forehead. Most people have a, a dip in. But it's like forehead straight to nose. There's no mm, dip in. That's a stretch. It just looks like. Kind of like, like a. Kind of like a. Forehead bone. Kind of like a Klingon forehead. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a stretch. That's just what the comedian said, so I've always thought about that. It's not. It's not the Illuminati making these talentless people famous. They're aliens. <laughs> well, oh my god, something. guys! I actually found the list. And Scientology of what people that are aliens? Of celebrities believed yes. to be aliens. Tom Cruise, Nick Jonas. Uh, this is a list on Broadly.com. Nick Jonas, the Family Boy band member turned smoldering gay icon, doesn't just believe aliens are real. He's see- he's seen them in person. That's not the same thing as being one. Yeah, I know. This list is weird. Jaden Smith, while well, someone's question whether Will, him, Will Smith himself is an alien, <laughs> on a trip to the White House, the 18-year-old got the chance to quiz POTUS about alien existence. Oh, this list is bull. 
That's I got clickbaited, guys. Yeah, you did. I totally got clickbaited. You did. You uh, did. Yeah. You're we better all know that, every Chris. celebrity is asexual. <laughs> they don't actually reproduce like they do. <laughs> They're all like Barbies and Ken Here dolls. are five celebs which are obviously like aliens in disguise. Like oh, our chief on the list. This go. is from moviepilot.com. Um, Lady Gaga. Seems sure. like a fairly obvious one, right? Yeah. yeah Jennifer would... Lawrence. Why? Who also does not have a dip in. Miley Cyrus. It's not a thing. Tom Cruise. Really, it is a thing. Actually, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe this one is a bit more of a surprise, in. but I'm also pretty sure Benedict Cumberbatch is from another world. Me too. Jeez. He's from Planet Sexy. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Here's another list. Um, let's Ryan Seacrest. I could actually see uh, that. Chris Harrison. Well, yeah, Ryan Seacrest because he, lacks the, <laughs> he doesn't sleep. Chris Harrison lacks the cognitive dissonance an actual human would experience from explaining how the exploitation of people's emotions for commercial and personal profit is really about finding the one. Who is that? I don't know who Chris Harrison is. Oh, it's the host of The Bachelor. Yeah. See, but Ryan James Franco. Like he has a dip in. I can't and, believe we're entertaining this. And theory. then here's know, a picture seriously. of James Franco <laughs> in a white unitard. <clears throat> Why? Well, there's a, a lot of people that think James Franco is that from, from another planet. With a great big unit bomb. And he's weird enough to possibly, but he's fucking cool. Like if anybody, oh. like if he's an alien, I'm not concerned. Stephen Colbert. Let's just, have you ever let's seen just his docu- together and, and probably show. haven't. Um, he had a documentary called like Interior Leather Bar or something like that. I have not seen it. No. It was very interesting. I probably should see it. Though. I like this one. Stephen Amell, probably an alien, consider the evidence. <laughs> One, his face is oddly perfectly symmetrical. <laughs> Two, no real human enjoys the kind of workouts he participates in regularly. And then it has a gif of the salmon ladder. Yeah. Which just... Well, I mean, if he is going to be taking over the world, he needs to train. He's a little too comfortable <laughs> lurking around in a cape. He's a little too savvy with social media for your average celebrity. And have you seen his abs? <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, David Lynch. I believe David Lynch is an alien. He's weird. Uh, I can't. Thank you for any... joining us in the Area Fifty One <laughs> podcast. I was bound to say it at some point. You are, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sure it'll be I'm a drinking game. Just trying to think of point. how we can get back on track. And it's not, nothing's, nothing's Guess on. what time it is? I think Roseanne Barr is also an alien, <laughs> and we can, we can segue that into. <laughs> John Goodman, who was in Cloverfield Lane as a weirdo. That's that, Yay! Was, that was the most awkward segue ever. <laughs> but it was a segue nonetheless. So just... speaking of the movie that we're actually trying to get these people to listen to us talk about. <laughs> so you were saying, speaking about it. You, do you not have you, a follow-up? Segue no. Have no follow-up. I was hoping like, that someone else would interrupt me because it's usually what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I get a good start on a thought and then somebody else pipes up. <laughs> Well, Cece was about to say, guess what time it is, but I don't know what time it was. Amazon review it's time. It's time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just setting them up and you're, you're, them down. You're trying to get us back on track. And, and my thought was... I think Tim <laughs> Allen is an alien. There you go. Oh, no. It's time for a 10-second tidy. Ready, set, go. So what time is it? Amazon review time. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, doesn't have to be me. Somebody else can do it. <laughs> oh, God, um, where do you want to start? One star or five stars? Let's start with five star. I'm curious. All right. <clears throat> so, <laughs> user 
Designer. Designer? Whatever. <laughs> Five stars. Just when you think you know all the angles, you don't. Lies. You do. <laughs> I could. Well, you knew because you associated Cloverfield with it. If you've seen the first one, you know. If you didn't see the first one, you wonder what the fuck is going on. Yeah, like I did. Oh, yes. Love this movie. And, well, yes, before watching it, I did make the connection between the... Clo- okay, then you're stupid, dude. Um, between the 2008 Cloverfield movie and the tw- 10 Cloverfield Lane. Maybe because Even was- so, I was riveted. Riveted? Riveted. I wasn't riveted. I might have been stapled. But I'm... See, if Ray was here, he'd be like, but I'm tits. tits. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back. Is is Howard, John Goodman, an honest Samaritan or an opportunistic sadist in a world gone mad with aliens? You will keep guessing until the end. Spoilers, he burns up. It's more like scotch taped. What? (laughs) Okay, this (laughs) user Michael White. Damn rails. Check this out. User Michael White gives it five stars. And then titles his review, Two Stars. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't make this up. Loved it. All This is all in caps, so I should probably be like, Loved it! Go man out his best! Christ, I have neighbors, man. <laughs> Stop Good shrieking. Good morning. Anyway. <laughs> Loved it, Goodman at his best. The two other main characters were pretty good, too. I like that you were not sure if Goodman was a good guy or a bad guy until late in the movie. Then it had a couple of good twists towards the end. User Vale Hala. Interesting. Valhalla. <laughs> Don't judge me. How's it spelled? Val A Hala. It's a Valhalla. Valhalla. John Goodman at his best. I was hoping it best. wasn't supposed to be Walla. Wally. Anyway. Wow. First of all, John Goodman is an incredible We're actor. Immense. Loved him since Roseanne. But he really blew my mind in this one. It's hard to believe. It's hard to be afraid of John Goodman, yet he did creepy incredibly well. <laughs> I love did. this movie. I agree with he that. Did. He did that. That was my one of my first comments. Henry is just a scary guy. I'm not sure if the fire or trying to stab him could be avoided by sitting down with her and talking about it with emotions. She, he was just creepy altogether. See, I, I've known him from multiple movies, and I love him from multiple movies, but all I kept thinking was, holy fuck, Fred Flintstone turned evil. You know, <laughs> you know what would have been a cool ending? If he had woke up and it would have all been a dream and he was in bed with Roseanne. <laughs> I was like, that is he so close to something I wrote. He didn't die after his heart attack. He just went into a coma and went to Cloverfield Lane. My last note on this. Is she in a coma? Because this was so weird and everything kept twisting that I was like, this bitch is in a coma. She's going to wake up in a hospital and that's what's going to happen. Because that, that twist is so overplayed. But that's a conversation for another podcast. All right, let's do a two-star, since the other one tried to do a two-star and didn't quite make it there. (laughs) Two stars, just eh, by user Kristen Blaze. (laughs) 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 This seems like it was going to be a good suspense movie, and then the end came. The second part of it just did not fit with the rest of the movie. This was not John Goodman's best performance. I disagree. I'm a little disappointed, as I am in your review. It also ended as if there there would be a part two. I would not be renting that. No, she didn't watch the first one, or she had no clue that this was part of the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? I had no idea that it was, wasn't part of the Cloverfield universe, but... 
Yeah, I, I, not... I tolerated it. I didn't love it, but... Yeah, yeah I didn't not... actually connect that those two movies were together. Like, I mean... I'm not full-on okay with spoilers like Lindsay is, because Lindsay oddly does not mind and actively seeks out spoilers. Yes, I do. <laughs> I enjoy it. She loves like, it, and I I'm like, like know what I'm getting well, into. I don't want to know, I don't want to know. But <laughs> I at least like to know a little bit of backstory, you know, if I'm watching a movie, or if I think there's a connection, because I like the neat connection parts of things. I think I would have enjoyed this movie a little bit more if I would have known that that other movie was part of this universe. Just don't waste your time watching the other movie because it was yeah. literally a ball I of suck. I can't watch those type of movies. I have a problem mm. with so, the first videos and all that fun stuff see, like Blair Witch. I sit here and wonder about the science of it because theoretically, that's when we actually run around as people and we move our heads, that's how vision is. So mm-hmm. why is it that it's so obnoxiously nauseating? Because the rest of your camera? senses are not. Because I don't move my head like this when I'm looking. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like when you're running, yeah. like all these people are running, running and the camera see. is shaking up and down. Yeah, it's nauseating to watch it on the screen. But when you're doing it yourself, it doesn't look like because that. Because the rest of your senses are because not connected. Because your whole body is that's doing why. that. That's why. Your body your body's starting to think that you're moving and the rest of your body is not catching up. And kind that's like what's kind seasickness. of seasickness. So that's, well, that's one of the, for example, VR. VR technology right now has just started coming out. Like really, you know, next gen sort of deal. Right. And everybody's starting to get into it. But one of the biggest problems they have is people being motion sickness or having motion sickness from anything. Because your body thinks it's moving, but you're not. So that clash causes you to be dizzy. Hmm. So it's pretty much the same thing. If all your senses were engaged, like people who are, because there's also these rigs now where you can play games where you can literally run and everything in them. You're in one place, but it's designed that you can actually, you know, walk or whatever. Those people don't have that problem Hmm. because they are more connected into the space that they're in. But when you're disconnected from the control of what's happening, that's what affects you. Kind of like I bet you, I bet if you watched a 3D movie in the D box seating, where they, no, it's it's I less. I can't do the 4D bullshit. And I'll tell you where why. you move and the seat twists no. so, and turns. Uh, I went to the it National to Aquarium in Baltimore uh, for a friend's birthday, <laughs> and we did the 4D movie, which. You know, it's not really an adult thing. It's more for the kids. You know, they're teaching you about whales and sharks and gators and whatever. And so you've got things that are jumping at you, and that's all well and good. But part of the 4D experience is to have, like, water misting at you. So when the whale, like, blows air through his blowhole, you get misted with water like you're right there with him. But then it was either the shark or the gator. And they've... They've got you so zoned in because in 3D and it's hard enough to pay, you know, for me, at least with my glasses to see it anyway. So I'm concentrating, I'm zoned in and it's 4D and this thing goes to jump out of the screen, which is, you know, coming at me anyway. And then there's something that pokes you in the fucking back, like as it's jumping at you. So you get these two like prods right in the, right in the small of your back at the same time. It was horrifying. I won't do any 4D anymore. Or if I do, I sit at that like edge of my seat. I cannot do it. I actually love the 40s. Disney had the um, the alien invasion, yep. and it was like that, but the, it's, nope. it scared the, the crap the, out of me because it has what feels like a tongue come out and lick you on the back of the neck. Yeah, I See, I have never and, felt uh, anything. The only thing I've ever felt was the mist and the air. No, there's a thing that comes out. It would get you on the back of the neck. If you have your hair down, you, chances are you won't feel it, but if you That's had your hair possible. off, you would feel it. Um, I did do a 4D 
experience at the Hershey factory up in Pennsylvania. I took one <laughs> was with it my chocolate smelling. Yes, they they sprayed um, stuff that smelled like chocolate, and they sprayed stuff that smelled like Twizzlers. Um, and it was, but it was like dancing cartoons of candy. So I felt like I was probably so was pretty okay. safe with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would be. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, the alien one has been converted into Stitch. I Stitch. Believe. Yeah, I never actually saw Lilo and Stitch. What? It's so cute. <laughs> oh, Hana means family. Nobody oh, left Chris, behind or forgotten. So fucking funny right now. <laughs> you went from smiling to complete shock. I saw in, Moana like, this weekend. How was that? I want to see it. Oh, it was good. The soundtrack was freaking phenomenal. The Rock sang a song, and this this the song and the character of Maui was perfect for the Rock, and he even gave the people's eyebrow. Oh, and he funny. had his little tattoo guy was like moving all around his body and he would like fist bump the tattoo guy and super super cute made me cry because all Disney movies make me cry but yeah. it was really good it was that or Trolls and I wasn't waiting an hour and a half for Trolls so we saw Moana uh, you need to see Lilo and Stitch yes so might make you ball because it's no I don't well, think I'll make you ball it's, it's a Disney movie so <laughs> likely I will cry yes but it's little and broken but it's still good <laughs> Ohana means it's family. So Nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Oh, jeez. All right, we've gotten sidetracked really again. Good. It is. You need to watch it. <laughs> See, right. I totally forgot what I was going to say, man. <clears throat> I want to read this last Amazon review. If this is the last one, I don't, sure. Yeah, it's two stars. But um, Steve Polonis, two stars. Garbage with a French accent. Where do I go from here? Garbage. Garbage. That's what he's saying. Ah, got it. I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it, the movie was garbage with a French accent. I had a garbage. moment where I was like, <laughs> I was trying to understand French why the French had movie. to do anything with what he wrote. And then I, then it made right, me think though. of high tension. No, I don't know. <laughs> so back to the movie. Where do I go from here? You got to say the title all over again. Garbage. There you go. There we go. By Steve Polonis. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Where, where do I go from here? The first Cloverfield was annoying to begin with. The jerky handheld POV video camera concept should be put to death. Wait, read the rest of it in a French accent. Actually, I was going to say that. That's what, that's what I thought he meant originally, but then you guys told me. All right, fine. <clears throat> Steve Polonis. Garbage. Uh, where do I go from here? The first Cloverfield was annoying to begin with. Uh, the jockey handheld POV video camera concept should be put to death. It you can never like, tell what is going on even. It sounds like Candlesworth. I never get a good shot of the monster. I'm thinking of monster. Monster. Um, now you sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> get to the chopper. This version is just plain old boring. Okay, I can't do this anymore. When Sean Goodman sleepwalking in this. Is he a good guy? Who cares? Once again, the action is all saved up for the end. And once again, the ending is not worth the wait. I've heard um, the chef from Little Mermaid. Poisson, poisson. Les croissants, les croissants. Yes. Singing about the fish. And then it went to Arnold. Yeah. Good job, Chris. The monster. You're welcome. Run from the monster. Oh my goodness! And there was, was a good. little bit of the Swedish chef in there as well. Yep. Oh boy! Hergen, 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 I love the Muppets. Poisson, Poisson, Hergen, Hergen. So part of me feels like I should watch the original Cloverfield oh. just so I can kind of 
put some of these <laughs> things together. But at the same time, I can't watch the first person thing. I can do like first person movies or video games, but I can't do the movies. It's I don't not know. all first person. It's just the movie was dumb. What Is was it? the um, it, it, aliens? Don't impress me to begin with. They don't scare me. I don't. I could really give a crap less about aliens. Um, but um, Ten Cloverfield Lane was definitely better than the original. So, but it did take away some of the so much of the plot because you know there's really aliens because you've seen what happens in that universe. Mm-hmm. You know they're there, so you know John Goodman's telling the truth the whole time. And that's why I kind of would like to watch it, just so I can kind of look so, at it in a different perspective. In a way, for me, as I was watching it, because I had that knowledge, it almost made Michelle... Was that her name? Yes. Yeah, it almost one. made Michelle and the other guy the bad guys. And like John Goodman was almost the good guy. Mm. Because he's trying to keep them safe, and they're just fighting him and fighting him and fighting him. See, I kept switching back and forth because I didn't put those two together. Yeah. You know, I just thought they shared a common name. I didn't realize they were the same universe. It's like, no, he's trying to save you. Would you just stop? But see, I guess... Then he's going to kill you. If I'm him, and I've saved these people, and even after all this time, they don't want to be there, then fine. Fuck them. Let them go outside and die. More, That's what I more stuff too, yeah. for me. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about feeding extra people that I didn't intend on. No, you just shoot them. Once and you're stick out, them, you're out, and have shoot a nice them and stick them in your freezer. Let's move on. Salt them down like some pemmican. Make some jerky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go full on. We're back to cannibal- cannibalism again. Yeah. Apparently so. I would eat people. So I never want to like be in a plane crash or anything with you. Yeah, no shit. Because clearly that's your go-to. I would wait till you died or took a non-essential body part. It's not like I would take your arm. That's why I, I always travel with A1 sauce and hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I would eat, I would eat, if I had to, I would eat human flesh. <laughs> I, I wonder, I've always wondered what it tastes like. <laughs> do we taste like pork or do we taste like beef? I know that we have white meat and dark meat like chickens because our legs are the fast twitch muscles, which is the dark meat and the chicken, and our arms are more of the white meat and the breast because we don't use that as much. We're anatomically very similar to pigs and birds. In other words, anybody who has a belly, bacon. Well, I am the bacon monster. I mean, within reason, because fat doesn't do anything for anybody. But it makes makes it taste taste good. good. You render the fat, you cook other stuff. Yeah. You can make um, candles and you can make soap. Out of fat, just get some campfire ash and some lard, and you got some soap. I don't know how we've managed to do this, but we've managed to go on so many tangents during this episode. It's like I feel like we're giving yeah, the movie sucks, so we're just entertaining ourselves. Um, We we had to talk about other things too. We we talked a good fair amount about the movie. There was a serial killer who actively was seeking some. Well, not really a serial killer. He just did it once, I think. But he actually found somebody to volunteer to be cannibalized somebody responded are you sure to that wasn't just like an episode of no i've actually read the story it, it, it <laughs> was criminal minds no it, it really happened it and was if some you want to go guy. even further there's actually a restaurant in germany that will cook organs for you but you have to provide the organ so whether you buy it black market <laughs> somebody gives it to you or you yourself <laughs> donate a piece of yourself they will cook it for you and there's it's also really a guy in yeah, japan 
who was convicted of murdering and eating these people, and he never, because of some weird red tape thing, he's never been to jail. He's just in Japan now. Just living out free. I find it interesting. A little upsetting that you know this much about cannibalism. There is actually somebody in Japan who did eat somebody, and he only spent, like, five years in prison. I think it might be the same guy. Yeah. He only spent, like, five years in prison. He's, like, 80 or 90 now. He's, like, kind of up there in age. I'm fascinated by serial killers. So here's the thing. I never understood what cannibalism was a crime. Now, killing somebody and eating them, I understand that part. That makes perfect sense. But... Why is cannibalism in general a crime? Why is you know sodomy I mean? a crime? Like, if you want to eat yourself, by all fucking means. Wait, sodomy is a crime? Yeah. In the state of Florida? In Florida. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some states have a conviction called crimes against nature, and crimes against nature ranges from bestiality to sodomy and everything in between. Just like I the, thought I was squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> like they can't convict you of being kinky. Never so a single law. No wait. <laughs> There's that one time. Now I'm wondering. <laughs> What's in a wonder ball? What? God. She said, "I wonder." I don't know what you just said. Wonder ball. You've never. Oh my god. I don't know how many shock faces I can give you in one what episode. Are you like I don't know the Wonder Ball is the chocolate candy thing. The chocolate thing, candy and ball, and then you break it, and there's a toy inside. or something inside. No idea what you're talking oh about. It's a, it was a 90s kid thing. It was for the youngins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now they have, what is it, blind boxes? Lindsay yeah. was a serious child. No, they still have Wonder Balls around. <laughs> she didn't just, trifle with the Wonder Ball. We just didn't end up having a bunch of frivolous shit. We were practical people. <laughs> practical and logical. Yeah. It's worked out <laughs> and so And I'm just, I'm hard. the kind of person that wears silver glitter tennis shoes and. Yes, you do. Thinks I, about eating listen, people. I actually like your silver glitter tennis I shoes. I love my silver glitter tennis shoes. I like really. your Captain American socks. Thank you. I thought they, they were awesome. Waldo. So and warm. You thought those were, were Waldo? Yeah. I thought they were Dr. Seuss at first. I did too. Because they kind it's, of it's like, like now the, boys the, in a red and white stripe. Yeah. This is a great like visual the, uh, for all of our listeners. So it's like a Seussical. It's Captain Seuss America. <laughs> they kind of look like the uh, like the red, white, and blue popsicles that you buy. Yes, Rocket Pops. Yes. Rocket Pops. Those were the best. Yeah. There you go. That's a visual to give the listeners. That way they understand what we're talking about. Red, Rocket, white, striped fleece Rocket. socks with blue on the heel and toes. But it's more of a turquoise, so that's why I thought of Doctor Seuss. Walmart. A couple years ago. It's like thing one and thing two socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got so, yeah, this the whimsy of Dr. Seuss and the majesty of Captain America. Well, then let's end it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us here at Control C <laughs> in our review of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Remember to join us every week for a new episode subscribe and rate us on itunes and soundcloud and remember for this and other shows join us at geekandcast.com and follow our twitter at geekandcast thank you to our cast Lindsay, later Teresa, dun, da, da, da. <laughs> billy bye chris sure <laughs> did you forget who you were there for a second i no, i, I just kept thinking about something earlier but now I'm blank. Don't worry about it. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Cece. Catch you guys later.